Hello, you're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Paul Moore here with Herman Eben and Charles, the husband of our <laughs> producer. So, Herman, here's where we're at. In our previous program, we were discussing her list, specifically some comments and opinions from our producer, and we thought it would be cute to have her husband come join us. I don't know where we thought that was wise, but... (laughs) (laughs) We may be creating real problems here, right? We could, you know, and my Bible tells me in Romans 8, 6, that the mind of the sinful man is death, but the mind of the controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. So before we start this, would you pray for us, sir? Lord, we do thank you that you do provide us life. We thank you that all of your word, all of your thinking is what is providing us life on a regular basis. And when we think according to our sin nature, it's nothing but death. I pray that we pay attention to your word. I pray that wisdom will be given to us as we speak in your precious name. Amen. Amen. And thank you. If I can summarize... Last week's program, we were talking with our producer about just some common occurrences and basically God's design for men and women. And without realizing it, we kind of ended up on the precipice of control and freedom. We ended up there. We were talking about uh, submission. There's a lot of things that show up. We were talking about we really do want to get to the judgments you know, <laughs> because that's really showing up in a big way. But yeah, there's there's definitely freedom and control issues that are showing up. But the biggest thing that stands in my mind, because I've slept since the last time we talked to our producer, was the instance of painting. Mm-hmm where they were taping off some things or some masking some things. Charles, you want to kind of recap the story from your perspective? Uh, There's quite a bit to it. We purchased a new home. We were trying to get moved in and as much stuff taken care of before we moved in. Painting ceilings and walls and trim um, is not a lot of fun, but it was a way to cut some costs. You know, we each had our certain projects and Steph wanted to help do that. And it, it got to the point to where I was trying to explain to her you know, a good tape job is the best part of painting. Once you have all, the tape, a lot of times it takes longer than the painting. You mean masking everything out, being sure that the tape's down so it doesn't bleed through? Exactly. I think she just wanted to put some paint on the wall and <laughs> go at it freehand, which some people can do. You know, there's a there's right. a talent for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it caused some complications a little bit. I wanted to explain to her and she wanted to put it on the wall. So more than likely based on uh, her comments is she she specifically had stated that she's just stubborn and she just wants to do it her way. Uh, is that how you would have read that particular situation? Yeah, that situation was just a painting situation, but yes. So a painting situation. So you've got more than one readily available. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> and of course, it's going to be very easy for us if we don't watch it to be looking at Steph and think that she's a bad person or in the Steph's conversation, be looking at Charles and thinking he is a bad person. Right. But this isn't point counterpoint. We're not trying to bash anyone. Mm-hmm. We're actually trying to figure out God's truth in this. That's right. His design. That's exactly right. So what's so interesting to me as I look at my own life and look at these type of situations. Our producer was specifically having her own opinion on how to do things, right? And Charles had his thoughts as to it really needs to be done differently. So how did that work out? For me, it's not so much this is exactly how to do it. It was a let me show you how to make that easier. I have experience doing it before. 
and she is stubborn sounds like a negative word it fits yeah, it's, it's, it's descriptive at this point right right she's got an idea she wants to try it her way maybe she will listen to me maybe not ultimately it's not because she always wants to try it her way right rather than take any experience or a different point of view herman can i ask a question maybe i'm naive but why does it have to be her way or my way why isn't there an our way wouldn't that be nice if we thought about it that way <laughs> but unfortunately the sin nature and our flashing me drives it into being what my way well the issue always comes down to freedom and control now just think about this the, her freedom, my control. <laughs> that's that's really what it boils down to. Our flashing me wants to control the situation. Remember, we've talked about this, that there's the problem and then there's four mistakes. Do you remember this? I do. There's the problem. And what's the problem? The flashing me. Make everything about me. It needs to go my way. One mistake is we operate on opinion and emotions. That means I can read your mind. I know exactly what you're thinking. I have this speculation, I have this assumption, I have this opinion that I know what's going on with you, and I know what that smile means, and I know what that action means. We are speculating on things, and whenever we're doing that, we're removing the freedom from somebody else. Those type of things are all part of Chapter 5, which you could be looking at. If you want to go to the, to the website and look up Chapter 5, you're going to be looking up the problem and the five mistakes, the four mistakes that show up in the problem. So that's one problem, operating on opinion and emotion. The second problem, let me get to that, and I'll tell you the two problems that seem to be showing up in this conversation. The second problem is you keep the past in the present. Everything that's back there either needs to be confessed or forgiven. I need to confess what I've done wrong, and I need to forgive what you've done wrong so we can get over the past. But how am I keeping the past in the present? Like in Charles's case, I know that he had a home before. I, I'm not, I don't think this is, this is a, a mistake that's showing up in this particular situation. Okay. Nothing has been said. I'm just giving you the, all four of them. Okay, and the four I'll, mistakes. And, I, and, I'll land, and I'll land on the two that I'm seeing here. So keep the past in the present. present. The third one is we're, we're an actor. In other words, we wear a mask. We're not willing to reveal who the real person is, and we take on this chameleon type of effect that we try to be all things to all people, but nobody ever sees the real person. And I don't think that problem is showing up either. The fourth problem is definitely showing up. We're trying to change other people. It's what we call the dictator. So that that particular problem is you're really removing freedom from everybody around you because you're really wanting them to do it your way. And if they don't do it your way, either big problems happen or I end up getting some some difficulties happen in my life that I'm going to have to cover the mistakes that, that you're making. So we dictate and want to make certain that people do it our way. So I, here's here's what I see. I see the first one potentially showing up. Making everything about me. Well, the problem surfaces in all four of these. The problem surfaces. The uh, operating on opinion and emotions. Okay. Uh, that is probably showing up. And definitely the fourth one. Dictator wanting to change others, wanting it to be my way, it definitely seems to be showing up. Is that, uh, listening to all that, Charles, does that sound uh, true to form? Any of those uh, mistakes seem to be uh, sh shaping up here? Two things, and there's one part that I, the second one, I'm confused. The first part is, I, 
I need to go back and say I love my wife to death. <laughs> we understand that. I have that. a very, very amazing wife, and I'm lucky in life because of her. This is not the bashing staff show. This is I love my wife, <laughs> but show. <laughs> the second part is I've got a little bit of confusion between uh, your way, my way versus right way. And I, I know as men, you generally think it's the painting thing goes back to an experience thing. Whether you're building something, painting something, there's a there's a right way to do it. Right. And somebody with knowledge and experience knows the right way to do it as opposed to do it my way. I wasn't necessarily... Yeah, yeah and I, I don't, I'm not accusing you of that. I'm accusing your wife. Oh, of that. okay. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. We're yeah, probably, it's we're probably, her fault. So we, we, on we, that, we need to take a break. We're on yeah. the same page. Yeah, on that, <laughs> let me just say, hey, look, check out the website, greatrelationships.com, GR, numeral eight, relationships.com. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. We'll be back right after this. Great quotes for great relationships. To the degree that we deny our own issues, we will find a scapegoat on which to dump them. Dr. Marlon Howe. Great relationships. Pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. You know how you're always praying for a sign from God? That you're meant to go to seminary? This is your sign. Seriously, I'm here to tell you about Grace. Grace School of Theology. It's free grace based. The professors are world class. It's accredited, accessible, attainable, and oh yes, it's affordable. You can even complete your entire degree online, which means you don't have to move. Wouldn't it be great to have a deeper knowledge of the Word of God? Write this down, www.gsot.edu, gsot.edu, or call 877-476-8674, 877-476-8674. Now get going. Now. We're back. You're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. We say that it takes right thinking and right relationships, and you can have it right now if you're willing to do those things. Herman was telling us right before the break as we were talking to Charles that the material we're talking about, the mistake and the four problems, comes from Chapter 5. That's on the website. You can look at it in detail. You can even re-listen to this program or her list, the programs before, at greatrelationships.com. That's gr relationships.com. So, Herman, we have the problem in the four mistakes. That's right. We have the problem in four mistakes, and it, it appears that at least two of the mistakes are showing up. It could be 
three of the mistakes showing up because I don't know the whole story yet. But the issue is there is definitely something going on, at least from uh, Charles's wife's side, that it really needs to be done her way. And Charles is basically... I would assume you you chime in after I'm offering it to you. I would assume you're basically saying it really would be best if it were done this way. But you know what? In order to get along with you, just do it your way. Is it is it is that a right read of that situation or is that a wrong read of that situation? It's a right read. Unfortunately, it comes to that situation trying to avoid an escalated, you know, emotional right. level right. Mm-hmm. to it. But trying to do a right thing comes across as manipulation or just, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, and, and we will suffer for those type of things eventually. We don't want to suffer now. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. what, so what we do is we just go, I'll just get along right now. But eventually what's going to happen is truth wasn't told at that point in time, and it's going to come back and bite you at, at, a, at a later time. That's what I've experienced in my life. Or you end up redoing the stuff you didn't mask yeah, out right, right the first time. The hardest thing for me is I'm coming from an area of wanting to help and make her life easier and give her some direction. And when I get turned down with the stubbornness or wanting to do it her way first, mm-hmm. um, I feel like she doesn't respect me mm-hmm. or want to hear what I have to say mm-hmm. because instead of being open-minded to this person has something that may be able to help me or make my job easier, it's just tuned out and I get a lack of respect from that. Right. So Herman, I got a question listening to Chaz and it's, is it really about she doesn't respect me or is this become a question? Cause you've talked to me about this. Am I trusting God or am I trusting something else? Right. Cause if I say, Oh, she just doesn't understand me. I'm making it about me and I'm not trusting God. Right. And that's, that's a difficult thing for us to see. It really is. It's very difficult for us to see because what we do in those type of situations, that is Literally, I can put these words in Charles's mouth. It might be true. It might not be. But I would uh, speculate that it is. She should respect me. She should be operating differently. She should not be as stubborn as she is. She should be doing life differently. Wait a minute. I'm getting a red flag on the play here. Anytime I use should, ought, or must. What does that imply? I'm removing freedom. That's exactly right. And what we don't realize is that's what we're doing to somebody else. It looks like we're, we're basically looking at somebody and going, you know, they're, you know, they're free to do that. No, you aren't. You're actually saying my life would be so much better if they just operated differently. And what's and, wrong with that? <laughs> I've lived I've lived more than 50 <laughs> years of my life that way, so I do understand it. There's no doubt about it. And what I've also understood after seeing how much freedom will make a difference is to remove that should, ought, or must and simply go, she either respects me or she doesn't. It's not working out well at this point in time. Uh, how could I make this go better for both of us? That's, that's a difficult question to ask ourselves, especially when we are flashing our me, when we're using a should, ought, or must. What we miss in those type of situations is we are no longer willing to be unconditional toward another person. We are more willing to do it as long as we're getting something in return, but we stop doing what's right 
when we don't sense that they're doing what's right also. So let's let's go back to Charles here. Uh, Charles, based on what I was saying there as it relates to uh, should, ought, or must. Is that true? Am I reading that wrong as, it, as you're looking at her? She shouldn't be so stubborn. Uh, she should respect me. She should pay attention to what I'm saying and just do it. Is that kind of the thoughts in your mind? No. For me, it's more of I'm trying to help, and I feel hurt by her not seeing that I'm coming from a good place mm-hmm. and trying to benefit her. Yeah. Um, I use the word of lack of respect, and I, I can see how that can be taken a couple of different ways but it's more a I say lack of respect as in I feel like she doesn't see that I'm trying to help not hurt right um not I'm man of the house right I I sure understand that what's so interesting about control it has that I'll put it this way it has that soft side to it also Mm -hmm. uh and here's what I mean by that it's when we're trying to help somebody and I'm not, I'm not trying to disparage your good intentions. I'm not trying to disparage that at all. What I'm hoping to do is give you some additional insight into yourself. Because here's the most important thing, Charles. We can't do anything about your wife. Is that true? That's true. Now, why do we, why do we say that? Why do we say that? I say that because you... You don't. You can't control her. She controls her. Bingo. That's exactly right. So whenever, whenever we're talking to somebody, we want the the person that we're talking to to deal with their own life, instead of thinking I need to get that person to change in order to make my life better. Mm-hmm. That last statement is the concept of kind of the softer side of control. You're trying to help them. You're trying to prevent them from having some danger or, or some problems in their life. And actually, that is a form of control. I, I can definitely see that. And I think where my frustration came in was it wasn't just the walls. I mean, it was, of course it was the not. floors, it was the carpet, <laughs> it was the bathrooms. It was everything. It was time. Mm-hmm. There's a list. And no, <laughs> it was it was time. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those deals. I'm trying to help you to help us speed up the project. Bingo. And when she wanted to do it her way, I was frustrated. And I see what you're saying as far as soft control, mm-hmm. because I felt like, okay, I'm going to let you do this for three hours. We're going to lose one man for three hours. Yeah. And the way I operate, it just wasn't as efficient as I would have liked exactly. it. So I see the exactly. soft side of yeah, control. That's, that's what ends up driving us too much of the time. When you go and read in uh, Chapter 8 and listen to some of the radio programs and some of the videos as it relates to Chapter 8, one of the things that people misunderstand about that fourth mistake, trying to change others, is most people do think it's a dictator. You know, just coming down hard and hitting them with a hammer and forcing them to do it my way. There is a whole different aspect of people like myself that are into control and know that this is a huge mistake is we are also really wanting what's best for the people around us. We really do. Can't mm-hmm. you see that I'm the good guy I'm here? from a good place here. <laughs> How do you not see it? How can you not see this? And at the same time, that is a removal of their freedom and when we're removing their freedom, can't you just see that if he would just do it this way, it would work best for everybody? You're removing their freedom, and that has, that's a form of control again. So that's what's so strange. It's a, it's a hard thing to see. Okay. Um, if you take the same example out of a physical task mm-hmm. and you put it into a way of being, mm-hmm. um, 
I feel like my wife's stubbornness falls into all aspects of life. Um, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not with her at work. Right. I guarantee people at work have to deal with this sure. personality issue. But mm-hmm. that's just the judgments. More, I know we're not there yet. I, you know what, Paul? I, you're, you're dead on as far as I'm concerned. There's no doubt that the judgments are going to be c- critical in that. And we'll, we'll, let's talk about this a little bit after the break. Okay, thank you. And that gives me an opportunity to say, go to our website, greatrelationships.com. That's G-R, numeral eight, relationships.com. Not only can you look at the problem in the four mistakes in Chapter 5, you can also take a look at the material and freedom and control in Chapter 8. Again, that's at the website, Great Relationships, Pursuing the Best in Work, in Life, in Love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. And we'll be back right after this. Quotes from God's Word for Great Relationships. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Philippians 2, verse 4. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Relationships can be great, and not just marriages or romantic relationships, all relationships. The Bible offers the same solution to what is essentially the same problem. What is the problem and what is the solution? Study along with us to find out. Great Relationships is a video course offering biblically-based insight on relationships. In each video, watch Herman tame tough issues by discussing them in a casual online learning environment. Each of Great Relationships' 12 chapters are subdivided into quick segments you can squeeze into a coffee break. So if you've had time to listen to this promotion, you have the time to sign up and start today. Visit our website at greatrelationships.com. That's G-R numeral eight relationships.com to sign up for our free newsletter. Pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. Welcome back. You're listening to Great Relationships. And before the break, we were talking about the problem and the four mistakes. The problem is me. You can check out the four mistakes. <laughs> so true. It is you. <laughs> at the website. And that material is in Chapter 5. The website, greatrelationships.com. That's G-R, numeral 8, relationships.com. Not only can you find the study guide and some in-depth videos on this, you can go back and listen to any of the radio programs that have gone out before by clicking on the radio tab. With that said, I also need to mention Chapter 8, Freedom and Control. And right before the break, you said, Herman, that's where we're going, is more kind of towards freedom and control because Chaz says it wasn't just about masking the windows and doors. I've got a list. Yeah, there's there's so many other things that that are showing up is what he's saying. But here's, here's, here's one thing I really want to say. She's not here. You are. 
we want to talk with you. We want to get your insights on these type of things. <laughs> Where have I heard that before? And, Sitting in your office. She's not here. We're dealing with you. <laughs> I think that's fair. You just put a microphone in front of me, so I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's actually go back to this concept that we're calling the soft side of control. It's really not soft, but uh, I'll, I'll just do that. It, because what happens with a person no matter whether you consider yourself a control person, control freak like I am, or it's just it just shows up in your life from time to time. You don't have to be a control freak to have these things show up. There is this a statement like, uh, why don't others see how bad that is? Why don't others see how dangerous things are? You know, they must not be very perceptive. Uh, that's literally the type of thinking that shows up. And a control person really does have this intent to try to help. One of my mentors, Robert Fritz, says, here's the phrase that you need to get in your mind. You're a good person up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. Be- because you're actually removing some of their freedom and they need to experience some of the consequences. Although in that type of situation of painting, you know, wait a second. This may cost us money. It may cost us, you know, certainly time. Uh, and we really shouldn't be doing it this way. And notice the word shouldn't. Mm-hmm. If you can, Should on or must. If you, can, if you can say the word shouldn't and not have it incite your emotions and everything, it's, it's fine. But if you're saying shouldn't and you're starting to boil over, more than likely you're saying you have no freedom to do it your way. you got to do it mine. That's okay, really what you're saying. Chaz was talking about a list. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, it feels more like an endurance contest. I'm reaching a point where I'm at a tipping point, and, and I don't want to be like that. How am I really going to give the freedom? Slowing my emotions down, but it seems like I just they're preloaded to the next event. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're on to something there. I get frustration because I feel like I'm the one that has to give in every time mm-hmm. on all aspects of life due to she's hard-headed and she's driven and she's a wonderful person. I look for that in a woman, but at the same time, I want a teammate, mm-hmm. somebody that both of us share our strengths and weaknesses, but my teammate has to lead. <laughs> Didn't we once do a program <laughs> like that? What once attracted me to you now repels that, me. That's right. That is a, a, a clear aspect that shows up in our marriages and shows up in our relationships. It's, it's very normal for us to be uh, operating that way. Very normal for us to be uh, looking at situations. And since you are the leader of the household, based on God's assignment for you, is to be the leader of that household. He didn't give it to you because you somehow are better than your wife. He gave it to you because that's just how he wants it to be. First Corinthians 11, 3, God, Christ, man, woman. That's how it's specifically stated. So one of the things that I have experienced for my own life, and I tell other guys this, is it's much better many times just to consider you have no rights. <laughs> it can uh, come across wrong, but actually that little statement is worked into your mind from the viewpoint of unconditional. That's really what I'm wanting people to understand. I don't understand how you say we're designed to be the leader, but go in, go at it with a mentality that you have no rights. Yeah, good. I'm glad you asked that question because the issue that I'm really talking about there, no rights to get mad, no rights to make it worse, no rights to 
express that it's got to go my way. I want to tread very lightly on that statement because you do have rights. I'm just trying to paint the picture a little bit more in the direction of great leaders serve. Great leaders are always looking for opportunities to value and develop the people that they are responsible for. And when we have this should, ought, or must, that they should do it our way, we no longer are valuing them. We're no longer developing them. We're just trying to get our way. Wow. And that's that's First Peter 3, but I've never heard it put that way, mm-hmm. that we are to develop as we are charged with Right. That. Unfortunately, we don't have enough time to you know, unpack even more of that at this point. It's really important for men to understand unconditional, unconditional. Our job is to please God by being this unconditionally loving leader, sacrificing patiently and kindly for our wife. And it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with us. And everything to do with him. Mm -hmm. Herman, thank you. Charles, thank you. So there you have it. That's great relationships for today. Glad you were with us. We encourage you please go to our website, greatrelationships.com. That's gr numeral 8 relationships.com. See you next time. How is your day going, Barbara? I can't even begin to tell you how terrific my life is right now. What a coincidence. My life is just overflowing with blessings, too. Why, just yesterday, I found a $100 bill on the ground. That's great. I saved a cat that was stuck in a tree, and the owner was so thankful that she gave me a gift card to my favorite restaurant, Luigi's. Wow, I was in Luigi's just the other day and saved a man that was choking with the Heimlich Maneuver. He was so overjoyed that he gave me tickets to that new play that's been sold out for weeks. That's amazing. I've been wanting to see that play myself. Really? I asked my husband and he didn't want to go. Will you go with me? That would be great. Days like this are too good to be true, but great relationships are possible. Join Herman as he offers you the opportunity to pursue the best for others, patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Right thinking, right relationships, right now.